A long time ago, on a mountain high, the Lord God did decree. Thirty-one weeks shall be soaked in blood, honoring rugby league. Honoring the big hits, honoring the line breaks, honoring the stamina, honoring the speed. Honoring the dog shots, honoring the falcons, honoring the elbows, honoring the knees, honoring the piss ups, the blow ups, the bubblers, the pumpers, the joeys, the lockies, the pick em up and dumpers, the heroes, the villains. The game ain't no riddle when that goal of point field goal goes straight down the middle. The greatest minds Intelligence untethered Passion unbind Matrix and condo To the game ever true Direct from the Ball and or podcast Okay, here we are. The NRL Ball and All 2024 podcast is back. Welcome, uh, Woody, your lovely head, and Mr. Matrix. Yeah, we're here, mate. It's on again. Really, really, really excited for the Tigers to come 27th out of 18 teams or whatever. We well, should so, be excited. I mean, if you've just listen, listened to that intro that Borny and Louie did, um, it's, <laughs> it's, it's another level. Hey, we like, need the Tigers oh, to improve, so you back them a few times so we can play, play, pay for uh, all the new music. I know. Yeah, well, uh, I just got the invoice. It's not true. He's <laughs> like the Eminem of Lennox Head, Borny. It's like eight miles. Mate, he'll be in, in Vegas next year doing the lead into the NRL game just after the Super Bowl. Yeah, and he's probably should him be commentating him for, uh, for Pox. Yeah, 100%. The, yeah. Uh, well, uh, I mean... You know, without uh, without their help, we don't know. I don't know where we'd be. But of course, we've got great sponsors to thank: Club Lennox, Yulies, McGrath's, Jimmy Woo, McGrath's, uh, the station, and Lennox <laughs> Pizza Pasta. Yeah, thank you guys. Thanks for all your support, and basically keep doing it. Okay, well, we are five weeks into the Johnny Gannon Challenge. We can't go down to the Bolo and have a beer, but uh, the the month of March, everybody, it is uh, the Ball and All Beer. That it, it's the beer of the month. So six dollar schooners. We can't drink yet, Woody. We've got three weeks to go, but then I can we can drink all on the twenty. On the twenty fifth, I can have about thirty of those. Twenty fifth of March, I'll be down. Yeah, twenty fifth of March. March. Yeah. Now keep in mind, keep in mind, listeners. Every beer bought twenty cents and fifty cents from every meal drops into the community fund, which is excellent. It gives us uh, enables us to do good things in the community and give back. So um, yeah. in March, everyone go off until we get down there on the twenty fourth. For the last week, Woody, we'll go hard for the last week. How is everyone handling the Johnny Gannon Challenge? Mr. Matrix, I understand that you're on board. I am. I am. Yeah, big five weeks rocking along. Uh, yeah, been very good. Really enjoying it. Uh, shout out to Johnny. He's done an amazing job and uh, his uh, Instagram feed and reels and uh, info and everything has been brilliant. Yeah, fantastic. Uh, Woody, maybe, uh, maybe when you get to that drinking day, maybe the bet is you can have as many beers as the Tigers have won. <laughs> I'll be fucking waiting till 2028 or something. <laughs> I reckon. Like I reckon the bet should be he can have as many drinks as the Tigers have scored points, because it'll probably still be sub 10. It'll probably yeah. It'll probably be like 
four. It'll be like an eighties grand final, five to four. <laughs> well, uh, for those that don't that uh, that don't know and live under a rock, we have a tipping comp back this year. We've got great prizes. Um, last year it was winner takes all. I think the winner got two grand, and yep. we've got heaps of prizes that we're gonna we're gonna give away for. We're going to nominate sort of random things each week. We've got one that we're going to nominate this week with the uh, the games in Vegas once we get through them, um, where we've got plenty of uh, plenty of giveaways from our sponsors, especially Yuli. So um, if you get down there to the ball and all, uh, down to the bolo during uh, the month of March, it's the Yuli's ball and all, and Yuli's are going to kick off this weekend, which is the uh, the start of March, with um, with a carton for um, our nominated. Uh, I don't know. We'll see if the tipster can come up with uh, what we uh, announce at the end of the potty and they might be the winner of a carton to, to get going. Yeah, so. we might do that. We might do that. And let's not remember, uh, Steve, we've, we've just got to get Woody on the right track with the right bets. I mean, we had two uh, all in this. I think you got about eight in a row and I fucking didn't bet on one of them. Yeah, well. You didn't. That's what I won't, I, won't be, I won't be stuffing that up. Don't worry about that. It's a new Do year. Not, it's on again. About. Actually, right, actually well, let's, uh, I've, I've got a let's sneaky little one. It, Jared. Sneaky little one for the end of the podcast to make you money this weekend, uh, Woody. Oh, can't wait. I need that. a bit. We need plenty of money. I need a bit to pay. I need a bit to pay a few of the players that I need to like get over to the Tigers. So yeah, let's get it going. Right. Well, let's uh, let's get right into the NRL season, Jared. Firstly, I think the Matrix. You're going to break down. We're going to start with <laughs> who you think is the top seven, top eight sides. The ins, the outs, uh, and we'll work down the ladder. Um, I think that's probably the best way to go. Woody and I will probably be silent until we get to the back <laughs> end of that, because there won't be any mention of the dragons and the tigers. Uh, and then we'll then we'll look at the value for the year, uh, and then we'll go into uh, we'll go into Vegas. So you two are going for a walk around the block for the next couple of minutes. Uh, let's start with my top seven. Um, I thought there were seven sides that I think will be in the finals. I have the Panthers at the top. I have the Roosters equal with them. I have the Storm, the Broncos, the Warriors, the Sharks, the Eagles. Now, just touching on that, the Panthers and the Broncos, last year's grand finals, each lose four players or five players, depending on either side. But for a couple of them, they're really key outs. Um, and I think that that brings those two back to the rest of the field. I don't think it's as clear cut as they were. I think the Roosters, who come off a really injury-riddled season, um, have a lot to play for this year. I have them at their best marked up to a top-four spot. I do think the Storm will be very good. Um, Warriors, again, I think they're on the up. You know, They, they made top-four last year. Their defence was excellent. Um, Sharks, gee, they've got a good draw. Joe, Joe, can I just quickly quiz you? Just what, like, the Roosters... Where do you see that coming from? Like, Tedesco's 87. Here he's probably only playing one more year. Like, is it because they've got Brendan Smith in the better system? Like, where, where do you see that? I just, well, I think if you, line, they? if you line up their top 20, it's a really strong top 20. They've got a lot of depth, not just their top starting 17. You know, going into yeah. Vegas this weekend, they've left blokes at home that, you know, would be walking... Um, First grade at, at a few other clubs. <laughs> so, um, yes, you're right. I mean, certainly, uh, Kiri and, and um, Tedesco are very key to that. But yeah, they're a very well-run club. I think at their best, they still made the finals last year. 
They didn't. Yeah. They struggled to get momentum, but when they did, their best was very good. So I certainly think if if they're fit, based on the list that they have, see them being very yeah. competitive. Finger Storm will be super. Um, all of my Marlies have had a great off season. I think Pappy's back. He just looks outstanding. Um, yeah, I think they've got the best nine, seven, six, and one in the comp. Do you? Um, yep, yep. Best spine in the competition. Um, like the Warriors, I think. You reckon they've got a better seven? Did you, did you say nine, six, and one? Nine, seven, say, six, and one. You reckon they got a better? What about Cleary and Luau? You know, right? You reckon and Hughes uh, and yeah. well, we, Munster are better? Well, who would you have it out of the two nines? No, you wouldn't have. You, yeah, you definitely have Harry Grant. I don't even know who the Panthers nine is. Well, there you go. Who is the Panthers? I mean, Harry Grant's just, yeah, he's well. Oh, he's a freak. Yeah, he's world class. He's a. Oh no, I'm I'm a hundred percent with you with that one. I just thought fucking the way Cleary played in the grand final. Is he going to be doing crazy stuff like that straight away? Oh, you listen, reckon? Or? listen, he's you know he's in the top three if, uh, players in the world. Uh, but yeah. but you got to have all four, and you know. They've been yeah. very, very good, but the Panthers, are, the Panthers have got three really significant outs. You know, Crichton, yeah. Crichton would be in the top five. Crichton's massive, yeah, eh? He's enormous. He'd be in the top yeah, five look, players I, in the I, world. I, I reckon. I reckon in the last four years, with what Ivan Cleary's done with that that side, with the guys that have moved on, you know, the Burtons and these guys, you know, Appy and whatever, they've been losses and they've been able to replace them. I think this year. Um, the Panthers potentially could come back to the pack with losing Crichton. Like, I think he's who's an the, enormous loss. Who's the other lunatic? Who's, who's the lunatic off the bench that went to the Roosters? Who's that lunatic? Leno. Uh, Leno. Yeah. Front well, row. I, I, is, he, is he come this season to the Roosters? Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. He's in Vegas, ready yeah. to run out. Yeah. Yeah. I, I, I think he's a big loss. You know, they've, they've, lost, yeah. they've lost edge players, back rowers, um, you know, uh, outside backs, etc. Uh, you know, they, they obviously lost Coruscant, who was a big loss, but, you know, they were able to slot someone in there. I think it's a lot harder with Crichton because he can play left or right centre. He's a great fullback. Um, I think he could probably turn into a very good um, uh, number six, but he probably won't. Um, but he's just got that ability. And then, you know, Leno is a big out, as is Cogger. I mean, Cogger really lifted him yeah, that last yeah. six to eight weeks. And yeah. he's, he's second half in the grand final, turned that game around. So Fully. really difficult to replace. So, okay, so if you go for your top seven, Panthers, Roosters, Storm, Broncos, Warriors, Sharks, Eagles, so you've got the Eagles jumping in. Yep. Um, you haven't mentioned Rabbits, Cowboys, Knights. So, I mean, uh, Eels, Dolphins, Titans, Dogs, Raiders. Or we don't have to talk about Dragons and Tigers for the moment. But you, you, you don't have you don't have the Rabbits in the eight. No, I think <coughs> one of the Rabbits, the Cowboys, or the Knights end up making the eight, and that would round out my top eight. Um, uh, I'm against the Rabbits this year. I just thought they fell away horribly in that last six to eight weeks. You know, we go back to round 14. They were top of the table. They were a major, seen as a major contender. Yeah, that's last year. That's last year. They've got, well, they got Jack Whiteman there, there this year. You don't think things have settled down on the, you know, with all the, with all the, the volcano that erupted last year? Do you well, think we, there's going to be some remnants of that? Yeah, we don't know yet, and I, I think when the when the going get tough gets tough, that's the key question with them. And I'm happy to be against them. Um, okay. I don't think their seven is uh, is the right guy for the job. Um, so I think under pressure, he's under pressure. 
Uh, I think their kicking game fell apart. I think his direction fell apart. Um, you know, Cody Walker was was off for many weeks. You know, Latrell Mitchell was in and out with injury. Um, you know, just a lot of question marks. They're best. They can win the comp. I'm happy to be against them. Okay, and why have you got the Eagles jumping in? Well, I think Brooks is a great get, and we've got Turbo back fully fit. I think the the list balance is good. Seabold's had a year with them. Um, I, I think they've got a lot of attack in them. I really like their uh, seven, six, and one combination. And yeah, Turbo is one of the best players um, going around. If he's if he's fit, we just know what he can do. Is that stat correct? Seventy five percent of the time he plays, they win. I'd be close. Yeah. Yeah, be close. Uh, Certainly. I, I I need him back for New South Wales. I need Turbo back for New <laughs> South Wales. Like Reese Walsh scares the shit out of me this year in State of Origin. They've got another, and if Ponga's flying, and you've got Ponga and Reese Walsh flying, we need we need Turbo back doing crazy shit as well. Because oh, absolutely, he needs, he and he's yeah, you know, he's just great for the game. Go back three years ago yeah, when he had yeah, that, yeah. That, you know, that record season. You know, some of the footy he played and some of the attack that the Eagles played. And I, I think Brooks, pressure off, good quality around him. I think he'll really come to the fore and I think the Eagles will see the best of him. Okay, so you got the Roosters line up, which is pretty much well, their, their top 30 and the Storms top 30 is pretty much unchanged. They've added sort of around the fringes. Uh, Broncos have lost players, but the Broncos draw, as a usual, a, a, a Broncos draw is, is ridiculous. I, um, I think it's correct, Jared. They don't leave Queensland for fifteen weeks. Uh, might not be that long, but yeah, you're right. Listen, they get a Pretty gift. Close. Every, they get a gift every year. I mean, <laughs> yeah, they, they've got eighteen games with seven day turnarounds. You know, so they they just go from Thursday to Thursday, or Friday to Friday, or, or longer. Um, the first twelve weeks. You know, they've, they've got a lot of games at home. I think seven of their first 12 games are in Brisbane, which will be sensational for them. Um, yeah, there's no excuse. The other thing that they did last year, which they've struggled with in the past, is they won away. You know, they, they won 11 from 12 away games last year, which they had not for a number of years. Um, so, you know, they're, they're in abouts. But my, my question marks around the, the Broncos is, you know, Reynolds is at the back end of his career. He's probably got one, possibly two seasons left. He was in and out, was struggling with a few uh, injuries last year, age catching up with him. When he's missing, they really struggle. Well, how do you see the Warriors and the Sharks? You've still got them in the in your top eight. Um, Sharks have got a pretty good draw, correct? Yeah, they've got the best draw of, of all 17 teams. Really soft. I mean, And we touched on this at the start of last year, how the Raiders had... A sensational draw. Well, the Raiders, with a negative for and against differential and leaking 26 points a week, um, losing more than they won, still fell into the top eight and played finals because they had a, a gift draw. Well, the Sharks mm. made the top four last year and they've got the softest draw this season. So I think that's going to help them. Um, I think the Warriors will be uh, on the up. You know, Rogers just a great get and we've already seen in the the two trials, what an outstanding play he's going to be. I think I love looking at him at uh, right centre. Uh, he'll also have the option of playing uh, fill-in at fullback if need be. I think that gives them depth. Question mark about six for them, and if that's good enough to compete with the best, and they certainly need Johnson at his best. But, you know, their home record was outstanding last year. I think that'll help them. And they've just got a really smart coach. Uh, Knights, Cowboys. I mean, Cowboys, Knights I just back end well, of last year was excellent. 
Yeah, Knights were Knights were super, and you know they uh, they had a great home record, um, nine and three. You know they won nine of twelve at home. Uh, they turned that into a bit of a fortress. Um, I think they were slightly aided by a bit of a soft run home, but Ponga caught fire. Now some of his his football in the last six weeks, it took him on to win the the Dally M. Uh, they need to repeat that. They need everybody up and about. I just, I'm just not sure that they, um, with a tougher draw, uh, and how much of that advantage was there last year. But their best, we saw them in the top six. They can do that again. Cowboys, I just find really difficult to catch. You know, uh, once they got going by about week 16, 17 last year, it looked like we had the Cowboys of the year prior back on on track and then they just completely fell off the rails again so a bit of inconsistency there i think they've got some problems with depth through the middle and their outside edges uh in defense what um okay so panthers roosters storm broncos warriors sharks eagles thereabouts maybe rabbits cowboys knights i don't know do you agree with that woody yeah it's kind of where i had i had I, I had the eels there, there or thereabouts as well. How's it? How, yeah, how, how, how is the eels draw, Jared? Because I, I think they could be big improvers. Wait, did you have the eels in there? Did I hear you say no, that? No, 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 no. I was against the oh, eels I, last I year. They didn't make the eight. I'm against them again this year. So they didn't make the eight yeah. last year. I don't know that their list is any stronger, if not weaker, than last year. Uh, very. The only thing I'm thinking there is they've got Lane back and. Hopefully Dylan Brown stays on the uh, stays on the park and stays out of the toilet. Well, <laughs> I'm only going off uh, a bit of Wally Wynn Mail. He just said they had an amazing preseason. Yeah. It was the first one where they, you know, every player He's there's won. no no one sat out. They went. I'm sure a lot of teams did it to those sort of camps. But he said from uh, from what he was speaking to the trainers, they've all been training like proper. Well, every so, every club's it, had the advantage of not having major rep off seasons or a World Cup. So that's going to be a yeah. big plus. Uh, and certainly, yeah. you know, the Eels will benefit from that. But um, I'm just not sure that their, their list is good enough to compete with that top seven and some yeah. of the other ones I've got in front of them. Uh, yeah, dogs? Dogs one, and Raiders? What, what's the call on the dogs? I mean, you know, Gus has turned that uh, roster over about 65 times and they've come up with another 30 players and they've, I don't know. I don't know if they've signed well or not. I'm not a believer yet, but where do you see the dogs? Well, I, I, I still think that they're a, you know, probably a bottom six side. I, um, you know, I, I think the, go- <laughs> the guys that they've signed know how to play first grade. I hope grade. you're listening, they, Ray. They come from good, good uh, clubs. They know what first grade's about. But, you know, they've got no marquee seven. Um, I think they're very thin in the middle. Um, you, know, you know, Burton and Crichton and a couple of other blokes are going to need strong shoulders because they've got a lot to carry. Raiders, I mean, I know it's hard to go off trial form, but they've been relatively uh, impressive, the Raiders. Yeah, but, I mean, last year they had a stronger squad and were leaking 26 a week. This year, they, you know, they, they lose Whiten. Um, they're going to go with, uh, you know, rookies at six. Um, still not sold at number one. Um, yeah, I think they've got good forwards. They, they're... Uh, Outside edges has got some attack in them, but they're just so inconsistent. Their best, they beat the Broncos last year. They beat the Storm last year. Yet there were so many other weeks where they got touched up in games that they should have won. Um, I'm just not sold on their consistency and leaking 26 a week last week. I'm just not sure where that improvement comes from with young blokes. 
Uh, Titans were sort of on the fringe of they could have possibly made the eight last year. They flicked the coach. They're gone to Desi. Um, you, you know, I mean, you could argue that their squad definitely isn't stronger. It's probably pretty much status quo. Um, you don't see a lot of improvement there under Des? Well, I think it'll improve. I think they'll be very fit. I think, you know, one thing Desi's done very well for 15 years is coach defence. So there'll be improvement. I, but I still think it's going to, a lot like the Dragons, who have also got a new coach, it's going to take 12 months for that coach to work out who's who, who he wants on the bus, what changes he's got to make, what improvements he's got to make to the list. Now, the, the Titans, I think, have got a better list than the Dragons at the moment. But I still think Des has got a fair bit of tweaking to get that defence right. Um, you know, he's going to need four and to play a lot of football at yeah. seven or six to give them the right direction. Um, you know, I think they'll pl- play uh, Campbell at six, Brimson right centre. They'll probably play that young uh, Keo Weeks uh, at fullback. But that means that they've got a couple of very feeble guys, body shape-wise, at six and one. You know, there's that aim up in defence. Um, and, you know, some of those guys in the middle, you know, Tino had to carry, they need more on on, on the, the same page. Righto, and then we get to, uh, you've mentioned the Dragons briefly, but uh, I don't is poor old Benji, is he in for a really, really long year as an inexperienced coach? I think so, yeah. I mean, where's the improvement? I just don't see how that list has improved. Um, yeah, I mean, what was Caesar doing last weekend in the trials? I mean... His body language was horrible. It just looked like he just... I honestly reckon Woody, myself and the Matrix could run faster than Caesar. Yeah, yeah. And he just didn't look like he cared. And and, and it was a key game as a lead-in to a, a, you know, two weeks away from their first premiership points. Um, their attack was just rudderless. Uh, some of their defence I thought was poor. Uh, I, I hate seeing rookie coaches who have not had a grounding coaching mm. for you know five, six, seven years as assistants in their own teams stepping into a team that's had the wooden spoon two years in a row. I just think that's a big ask, and I don't see where the improvement comes. I'm with you. What do you think? What do you think, Woody? That, oh, I just I wish I just wish we would stop like in those critical positions that we've like floundered around with for the last sort of five or six years. I wish we just stopped getting these older guys in, I I'd honestly would have rather... I don't know if we had any or could have had any younger players. Like, could we have got a Cogger that went to Newcastle or, like, someone like that? Oh, I think they've been offered plenty of decent players. It's just who they've decided to run with and potentially play like, up for. You know, for. like, one, one of those young... And, like, fuck, how did we let Hastings go to Newcastle? How the fuck did that happen? Well, the other thing, too, is this is the third year in a row where the key recruitment people are different. Well, how, do you get, yeah. how, how do you get stability and a path forward yeah. when, you know, you, you're working off a new page every year? Yeah. Like, I, 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 like I, I, for me, I, you just don't – you just haven't seen structure and a, and a long-term plan at all. Like, even each year when we had a – in a new squad, like it was sick that we got Chorus out, but who's he supposed to play with? You know, like we need someone to compliment him. Who's he supposed to get? Who's he supposed to play with to compliment? Him? Yeah. So I, are we I, seeing I, them as a standout uh, wooden spoon? I don't think they're a standout. I, I, I oh, who, who's going to challenge them for the wooden spoon? Well, Dragons, mate. If the Dragons Fuck pick up a, red white. If the Dragons pick up a few injuries, their depth is a worry for me. Um, listen, to, you know, the Bulldogs could go off the rails, the Raiders could go off the rails, the Titans could go off the rails. 
you know, the, the Dolphins are already picked up a key injury. They only need another couple and their depth was tested last year. So as, as much as the top of the table is open, I think the bottom is equally open. Okay, you heard it here first. Dragons are finishing eighth. All right, eighth. Not seven. You're, not you're ten. Like, you're not like six. Rian and Hamish, they are, dude. They you're are finishing off eight. Your rocker. Okay, right. We'll we'll have a chat in about I don't know twenty five games. They're finishing eight. Yeah, that, right. And that's let's go. Let, let's move on. Let's <laughs> move on to the value, Jared. Where's the value for long term? If we're going to have a long term bet, who, who, not, where do you see value? Well, I, I certainly think that, you know, the key players that I've liked have, have been the Roosters, the Storm and the Sharks to make the top four because I do think there's change in the top four. I don't think that the, the Panthers and the Broncos are as anchored as some people think they are. So I, I think there's value so Roosters, there. Roosters, Sharks. What was it? Roosters, Sharks and... The, and the Storm. And the Storm to make top four. Make top four. Okay. And yeah. each of those are, you know, 250, 270 or the Sharks are... 350, you know, they were all longer than that weeks ago. I think the Eagles to make the top eight, um, you know, that was somewhere around 250 a few weeks ago. Uh, that's where I thought the value was. I, I don't think there's a standout at this stage to back the uh, win the comp uh, because I, I still think we're going to need six, seven, eight weeks to just see what unfolds with those top of table chances. Um, I do think the Roosters are probably nicely priced at nine or ten dollars to win the comp or the storm nine or ten dollars there'd be value there for me right now um and possibly either of those for the minor premiership um who's your dally m have you got any dally m's you got anyone that's purring who's purring for a dally m (laughs) holy shit are you are you okay I think uh, I think Pappenhausen's going to have a huge year. I, I'd certainly yeah, have him yeah. in my top three for the Dally M. Uh, as uh, yeah, well, look, Jared, on that one, Pappy, um, wise he did the week uh, down at Geelong that um, the Storm hold every year, where they go up to Geelong Boys yep. um, Boarding School or whatever it is. He spent the whole week there, did a lot of one on one with um, with Pappy. Um, we only saw him in that uh, for half a game in that trial, but. Um, he was, uh, you know, well, all reports from Wisey, he was electric. He, he's, uh, his call is that he is in for a super year. As, you know, fingers crossed. We don't want to see that guy injured. He is an excitement machine. So. Well, I know he didn't. Can he pip Tedesco for the fullback of New South Wales if he has a blinder in the first eight games? Well, what about Turbo? I'll take them all. Yeah. I'll take every one of them except for Teddy. Well, the answer to your question is... Uh, I. You know, he's, he's obviously going to be in that conversation of those three and who's got the best form. And, you know, I guess Tedesco is yeah. incumbent at the moment. But the other thing about Pappy is uh, I started back at him um, many weeks ago at $41 as the season top the point scorer. Oh, top no, point scorer? No, season top point yeah, scorer. Okay. I'm not bucks. sure he'll be the kicker there if he's, he's playing in the centres. I'll give you a little tip. I think he will be. <laughs> And as of today, there's okay, no we'll have that discussion left. next it's, week. It's fifteen dollars. Is it? Oh, oh, there you go. Righto. So, uh, any other value bets that we should be having a look at, apart from backing uh, the Tigers for the wooden spoon? <laughs> uh, no, outside of that, I think that that's about it. 
as I suggested, I do think it's very open at the top. Uh, I think there's a, there's ten teams uh, fighting for eight spots, and um, you know, do we see an Eels or a Titans bob up as well? Okay, I've got a I've got a new segment, Condo. What is it? It's going to start round two. Round two. It's a new segment. It's going to start after round two after we get a little bit of an idea of what's happening in the world. Talk me through okay. the new segment, please. We'll put it to the producers. James, James, and Mister Matrix, blue selection. We're going to do. We're going to do. Ah, we're just okay. going to do a rough team, and then just update the it each week. Update it each week. Okay, like it, like it. Yeah, well, that'll be very interesting. I do think that uh, Madge, Madge McGuire is a great get for New South Wales. I think you know clearly he did an excellent job with New Zealand. Very experienced, knows what he's doing. Um, he'll add the, the polish. Um, if New South Wales then have the likes of Pappenhausen, Turbo, uh, uh, Latrell, Fit and Available, uh, we're in for a great series. Mm. And we've got, two, we've got two, two games in the US this week, Steve. We just had a blackout here. I don't know what's going on in Lennox. The whole joint's blowing up. So, Jimmy, <laughs> Jimmy, we're, I don't know where. I do not know where. Fuck it, Al. We're trying to do a podcast. And does everyone at Bloody Essential Energy know we're trying to do a podcast? We just had a blackout. Jimmy Wu, uh, where is he? I don't know where he is, but I've come back on. Anyway, um, let's yeah. keep going. He, he might he might rejoin. <laughs> I reckon maybe he's pulled the plug out. Um, okay, so this weekend we move into Vegas. Uh, we've got two games on Sunday. Um, great viewing times in Australia. Uh, we know... Uh, that we're going to be, uh, the players are going to be running out on a field that's four metres shorter and five metres in width um, narrower. Uh, firstly, I don't know, are, are they going to have instructions to ref a bit differently because of this? Uh, what type of games are we going to see before we dissect both games? Well, put it this way, Stu. We know that Orangeton gets refed differently, and we know that last year's grand final, we, we got a really open, flowing game. Um, and sometimes we get that in the semi-finals. So I'm sure that the NRL want this to be a spectacle. So I'm expecting that um, they want an open game here. If they're going to have an open game on a narrow field, it means they've got to get a big 10 metres. It's got to be something like 13 or 14 metres back consistently every play for 80 minutes. That's going to be really difficult for the referees to do. Uh, in particular, the bloke who has the first game, which is Ashley Klein, because on a good day, he struggles to get him back 10. So how's he going to consistently get him back further than that? So the Eagles, the Rabbits, I think we're going to see a game that is going to be lower scoring, um, a lot more defence. Uh, the Rabbits have got a few key outs. Um, I think the Eagles get their chance here. My mail is that the Eagles got into... Um, the US four or five days earlier than the other three teams and have been um, a really good preparation into this. I expect they'll be up and about here. Uh, good game. I'm with the Eagles. I think they were plus four and a half a couple of weeks ago, plus two and a half start this week, plus one and a half today. I want to be with that. So you're on the Eagles? On the Eagles. Okay. Well, I'd, I'd probably consider that somewhat of an upset. Yeah, well. Go back a week ago, they were four to five points uh, underdogs. Yeah. So, yes, certainly there's been good money for them. Okay. Uh, we move on to the second game. Yeah. I can't get three and a half between them, which the market has at the moment. You know, the, you know there's no doubt, you know, Broncos with uh, Walsh and Marm and Reynolds, and uh, it's a good list. But 
as is the Roosters. And, you know, the Roosters have done a fair bit of overseas travel with uh, World Club uh, Challenge Games over the last four or five years. It's a strong list for them. I don't like the centre pairing for the Broncos of Staggs yeah. and Combo. Yeah, Those I'm two guys that. are not defenders. Staggs last weekend in a trial, uh, or the week before, missed five tackles, and he was probably only on there 25 minutes. Um, I think that there'll be a lot of targeting of Selwyn Cobbo on uh, the left edge. Um, I think that's where the Roosters will want to go. That'll be Manu. That'll be Suwali. Uh, I'm with the Roosters. I think it's a really tight game. Uh, I think three and a half's too much. Okay, so we are going to launch the Yulies uh, Bet of the Round. Um, and we are going to have it in the South's Manly game. Yep. Now, what you have to do is you have to pick both winners for the games in Vegas and you have to be closest to the score in the South's Manly game. The margin. Uh, well, yes, sorry, the margin. Yes, correct. Now, if you do do that, uh, we uh, you'll be uh, you'll be showered in Newley's beer. You'll be getting a carton of beer to kick off the weekend. So when they go to the tipping comp, Steve, they tip the two winners, and in that Eagles Rabbitohs game, they'll see on the tipping format that there needs to be a margin. Margin. They just need to put the margin in, and closest to the pin gets looked wins, after. Wins a carton of Newley's. Yep. So, uh, so there you go. That's the first one for uh, for the year. We're going to have lots of these giveaways during the year. We've got a lot more to give away this year than we did last year, which is uh, pretty exciting. So, um, you know, so spread the word. Let's get as many people into the tipping comp between now and Sunday, um, you know, and we're going to have a lot of fun with it. Um, <laughs> hopefully we won't have too many more blackouts while we're doing podcasts in, uh, in Lunnick's Head and Jimmy Woo, I, I, I think I just saw him drive past on his electric bike. I don't know where he's going. <laughs> oh, fuck, who knows what he's doing at 8.30 on a Wednesday night. Um, so, uh, okay, so is there anything else we should be aware of in Vegas apart from, um, you know, four, four squads getting back into Australia in, uh, in, one, uh, in one piece and not being arrested? Listen, the angles that I liked were the, uh, the Eagles to be winning and I took the plus. Uh, I thought the Roosters with the plus three and a half was too big. I want to be with that. Uh, but I thought if you're looking for an anytime try scorer, I do think. So, so, so Roosters... hang on, hang on, hang on. So, so yeah. just on the Roosters, you think the Roosters will win that? Yes, well, and that's three and a half today. Okay. Yep. Right. So you're happy to take any start you can get with the Roosters? Yeah. Okay. Right. I like it. Righto. So yeah, anytime try scorers. Uh, anytime try scorers. I thought the best one was again with the Roosters because I think they'll be uh, running a lot of traffic at Selwyn Cobbo and he has not been a great defender on the wing. He's going to have a lot more work cut out for him in the centres, and I think Manu and Suwali will be all over him. So there you pick, any time try scorers, those two? Well, I think, yeah, if you're looking for an interest in that game, certainly I, I thought the best angle was the Roosters with the plus, but I do think if you're looking for an any time try scorer, they are the peas for that Sunday. Beautiful. Right, well, we might wrap it up. Uh, we've got a we've got a bit to sort out here because everything's gone down. Um, good to get back. We're back. Twenty twenty four NRL season is starting. Beautiful. Oh, you know who else is back, Jared? Who? Paul Kent's on NRL treat three sixty tomorrow night. Beauty. He's back. And he's and he's uh, who... his mate Rothfield will be there. I see. I see. I wonder who he unleashes on. 
I see one of his mates got picked up yesterday on the Gold Coast. Is that right? There you go. Right, uh, well, well, we will be back. Uh, uh, I think the way we're going to work at this season is we the podcast will be out every Thursday. We'll be doing one potty each week. Um, and um, and hopefully we don't have too many uh, blackouts and Jimmy Wu can stay with us every week. Beautiful. Right, Amar. Uh, See you, buddy. next week. See ya. Don't smoke here. We only set fire through the microphones. <laughs>